0: Welcome to Parents Take 5, where we take five minutes of your day to share parenting and family tips that help you grow in faith. Here, we come to you in your car, through your headphones, on the go, while chasing your kiddos or texting your youth, wherever you need a little support in your day. I'm Jen Evans, currently serving as Associate Pastor for Youth, Young Adults, and Families with Young Children at Second Presbyterian Church in Little Rock, and your host, If you have any questions or have ideas, you can find the Facebook group for podcast listeners by searching for Parents Take Five, that's F-I-V-E, and the same is true for Instagram. With that said, I hope you enjoy this moment of sanity and growth catalyst. Don't forget to subscribe to my channel for more tidbits on the fives. Today, we have a special guest with us that I can barely even get out of my mouth. I'm so excited, y'all. I have DJ Pryor. Now, you know that you know who this is. I do not even need to give an introduction to this guy. But DJ is an American actor, comedian, a television personality who is quickly becoming one of the most energizing and in-demand voices, y'all. With a gift of relatable expression, he has appeared on the Steve Harvey Show, Good Morning America, the Today Show, opening for the gospel singer Fred Hammond, not to mention he was on NBC's Toast to 2020, Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve, y'all, he is all over the YouTube, <laughs> and one of Mr. Pryor's latest endeavors is a partnership with multiple nonprofits with United Way, as well as a partnership with Harvard University, focusing on mental health and motivational speaking. That's just to name a few. Y'all, this is a passion for him, and today I'm adding to his little bio that he was recognized as a dad fluencer. So (laughs) you are here as dad DJ. (laughs) I'm telling you, you're all over, and I love it. So, Thank you. D- DJ, I'm so glad that you're here with us. Thank um, you so much. I'm
1: glad. Thank you for having me.
0: I think uh, when I first saw you sitting on the couch with your sweet baby Kingston, mm-hmm. I fell in love with you oh. as a dad immediately. Yeah. Um, so, tell me how that couch conversation, that viral video, yeah. happened.
1: You know, I, I, um, I do these home videos for my kids, and that day uh, I always sit down and talk to my kids because I have an older son who's nine, Jabari, and um, and so I always sit down and talk to my kids and you know talk to them. I've never really done the baby talk thing, and so that day, um, you know, he always talked, but it, that day he was just really extra chatty. Kingston was really extra chatty, and I was um, me and my wife were sitting down. And we were watching the grand finale of of a show called Empire. So, you know, me and my wife were really having this conversation. I'm really perplexed about this show. So when I would say something, he was looking at, you know, me, and he would look at her and look back at me. And, and I said, you feel me, man? You, you get what I'm talking about? And he shook his head like, yeah. I said, well, get up here and tell me about it. He crawls up on the couch. He sits down. This is when I knew it was going to be a very serious conversation. He crosses, if you look at the video, he crosses his little legs. He crosses his feet. And that's what all he got something to say to me. And he just starts to go. And And I act like I get it. He gets so excited. Like he's so excited. Like, oh, he said, nah, 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 nah. I said, yeah, man, I get it. Yeah. So, 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 so. Uh, nah, 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 nah. he started doing his hand like that. Like, it was so funny, man. And I just told my wife, I said, get the camera. And uh, so she starts to record and and it was really supposed to be for uh like home movies, you know, because I, I do these for my kids. So when they get older, they can see these videos of themselves. You know, kids always say, you know, I ain't never do that. Yeah, you yeah, get this is you right here. So that's what that was for. <laughs> But I never thought, it was never intended to be posted. Um, and unbeknownst to myself, my wife posted and uh, everybody was texting me congratulations, but I had I didn't know it was up. So at the time they posted it, she posted it. And I'm like, congratulations at the time I'm thinking, she better not be pregnant. Cause you know, when <laughs> when we hear congratulations <laughs> randomly, we just assume women you're, you're pregnant, just uh, FYI. Yeah. So, <laughs> so when, when, by the time I go on it, it only been up an hour, hour and a half, and it was already at 300,000 views. And uh ten hours later, we went to sleep, woke up, and it was twenty five million hits. so and that that was it twenty
0: five million hits
1: five million yeah that's ten hours
0: amazing.
1: yep, that was crazy. It literally means you went to sleep, nobody knew you and you woke up famous. that's what that means. that's. <laughs> Yeah,
0: I can understand why. Though. <laughs> I mean, it was the perfect video. I mean, I'm one yeah. of those people who fell in love and then yeah. watched it and forwarded yeah. it to everybody and posted yeah. it on Facebook. And <laughs> I contributed to that. I, yeah. I I contributed. Were you like you
1: were like it was like 24. Point something million? Was you?
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was me. That was me. Uh, <laughs> so so DJ, tell me you know about your childhood. When you were a child, what was it like in your family?
1: It was, it was, it was, uh, it was much different than than my kids' childhood. I tell you that. Um, mm-hmm. My mother had me at thirteen years old, um, and and so you know naturally having such a young mom, she made a lot of silly mistakes. Uh, you know, because she's still a kid herself. Um, mm-hmm. and so my mom had me at thirteen. I believe my father was 14, 15, uh, and my dad wanted nothing to do with me. Um he wanted nothing to do with me my biological dad they, that is he wanted nothing to do with me and uh my mom kind of fell out with her parents, of course, because um they were they were just so hurt that she got pregnant, and so uh she ran away and she came back and ran away came back. so I saw my first early years I saw her in and out in and out in and out, and then uh she got to the point where she thought she could do better for me. And she wanted to take me on, and I wanted to be with my mom. And, uh, but she, it was just very abusive. In my first couple of years, I just remember a whole lot of abuse. Uh, mm-hmm. My mother was more uh, physically and verbally abusive. My, my biological dad, his mother would actually take me, he wouldn't take me, but his mother would take me. But he was more, he would get physical every now and again, but he was more verbally abusive. So I, they taught me kind of early on the kind of parenting that I didn't want. Um, mm-hmm. and, and coming up around, Drugs and violence and things like that. It was it was a little it was different. So it made me want to be a a different kind of guy. It was wasn't until my mother married my stepfather, who I just this is my father, the man who raised me. Um, that's when I got a glimpse of light, so to speak. Uh, he gave me uh, you know showed me a different life that I could have uh, outside. Of my my grandparents did an amazing job. Uh, but outside of them, he was the only other person that sh- showed me light that you could uh, you know you could things could be better than what what I experienced. And so, um when my mother divorced my dad, my 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 stepdad she when she divorced him, he said, no, he's gonna stay with me. You can leave, but he's gonna stay and I stayed with him and and that's how I uh, got here. <laughs> got here uh, started Amazing. doing stand up, and that was pretty much it, but stand-up comedy was how I kind of uh, got through my just laughing as a child just kind of mm-hmm. got me through laughing or making people laugh I should say is what helped me through um, because I was so abused that when I made people laugh that was kind of like affirmation that I was important or validation that I was important so
0: so how old were you when you moved in with your stepfather
1: uh, I think I was uh, ooh, I think I was I had to been about seven I was about seven, and, and I'm telling you, I when I tell you I, I gave him work, I made <laughs>
0: him work.
1: Man, I did, I did, I tried so much evil stuff, Think about it now, I think you're so used to being uh, abused that you just, you're scared to let anybody love you, Yeah, and I, and I yeah, and I think I, I just gave him a hard time, but I was probably about seven, so when he came along, I was kind of already set in my own little ways, you know, but yeah, I think I was about seven, and then he got stationed, we were in Virginia and he got stationed to uh, Fort Campbell and we moved to a place called Oak Grove, Kentucky. And mm-hmm. uh, that was just uh, an experience in itself because I went from a pretty big city to this small uh, this small little place in this smaller town that I'm not gonna lie, I probably didn't belong because I destroyed that place. It was bad. <laughs> but yeah, I think I was about
0: seven years old. If you were with your stepdad then, do you have people around that helped with your dad, your stepdad helped raise you or, or like, how- there, there were people at like?
1: the church. There were people at church that that uh, kind of uh, lended a hand um, when when they could, and, and and people that I still have relationships with to this day that that uh, that chimed in and tried to help and influence and and detour my path from the path that looked like I was going down because you know when you breed from when you come from violence and all that stuff that's all you really know Mm -hmm. Uh, but that was people that I yeah I um there were people in church that that uh made efforts to help and they and they did and I like I said to this day you know I'm 32 and I still have relationships with a lot of those people wow yeah
0: good job grandparents
1: oh man amazing job I mean, I owe so much to them. Like I'm, I'm forever in their debt. Like I, um, like when I talk about them, I just, I don't know. I just can't express. I can't express that that love I have for them. Like it's, man, those two are sharp. And you know what's crazy is that my grandmother didn't even want my mother to have me. She didn't even want my 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 grandmother didn't want my mother to have me. She um she didn't believe in abortion, but Mm -hmm. she just couldn't. You know process that our 13 year old would have a child and as far as mm-hmm. she was concerned I'm, I'm done with raising kids you're 13 you know so I, and uh she didn't want them to have me and then she uh, but she said when she saw me when she saw me and that was that was it right. hook line and sinker i mean listen grabbed ladies early i was <laughs> i came out I like hey look at me girl <laughs> she said after i saw you and then she was like i was she said, I got over the, you know, it wasn't going to be an abortion, but it was going to be like adoption. And she said, when I saw you, I was like, nah, he's coming home with us. And uh, that, was, that's, that was my first love at first sight. And that was uh, it. That was, yeah, my grandma.
0: I, I have some pretty good grandparents myself. Yeah. Yeah. yeah pretty pretty grandparents good.
1: are amazing, man, because they pass so much wisdom down. You know what I mean? And I could sit down. I could talk to my grand, my grandfather. I could talk to my grandfather for hours at a time. Like you would, yeah. if we were going somewhere and I started a conversation with him, go on without me. Cause uh we're gonna we're gonna be here in a minute, you know. I just enjoyed yeah. I enjoyed the wisdom. I
0: hope <laughs> one day people look at us like that.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I want to do right by my kids and my grandkids to where they look at me and say, Oh, that mean old fart. I don't want them to say that. <laughs> I want them to be like, yo, he he, my grandfather is dope, he has so much wisdom and, and he's cool and he still makes me laugh and i want to know how to do all the hip dances and stuff i don't know if i'm gonna be able to do that because i can't you're do gonna
0: that. be on the next tip you're gonna be on the next tick tock when you're like right exactly. hey. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dj <laughs> well you are such a good father how, thank you i guess i know that you mentioned that you had learned a lot of what not to do mm-hmm. how did you learn what to do
1: I. <laughs> It was it was it was it was it was half half. It was it was what not to do from the things that people were doing that they weren't supposed to be doing, right? So I pulled from all the bad experiences Mm -hmm. and then I it made me appreciate all the people who were doing right, such as my you know, my my stepfather, and I don't like saying stepfather, but so you can understand which one I'm talking about. Uh, stepfather and then and then uh my grandfather. These men were great examples and uh but it, it's just—it seems so easy that bad will—you will be easily influenced by bad before you are good.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I think bad had been around enough bad to where bad had influenced me so much that all I thought was bad. Not—I just was determined that I—the way I felt was so bad and horrible that I don't think I—I can imagine inflicting this on another human being, and another human being that comes from me. Cause even now as a man, when I, and I, and, and for the record, I've forgiven both of my parents, but I when but when you reflect on the things that they they did, you know what I'm saying? You go, I don't know. Like, I know I had to forgive them because I know they couldn't have been in their right mind. They absolutely couldn't have been. There's no way you can do some of the things that you've done and be in your right mind and, and with the intent to cause pain. Like, it's not like I did something and it happened to hurt you. I I told you that my plan was to hurt you. So when that was thinking back on that, I just look at my boys and I can't, I just couldn't imagine. So not out even outside of abuse, it just made me not, you know, I, I already knew being abusive wasn't even an option for me, but what made me be, I'm not going to be present dad. I'm going to be active dad. I remember that feeling, but I just wanted my parents to care enough to come sit down and just find out what was going on. Even if it was small to you, it's big to me. You know, just find out what's going on in my little world. And I think because I look at my kids like that, I think ultimately that's what made makes me uh the father I am now. It's is uh looking at them, seeing them as little, little people. You know what I'm saying? And they have their own issues and the you know their world ends a couple of times a week. And I, you know, I know this, you know, oh, dad, what's this man? Yeah. and I'm sitting there, well, yeah, try this bill though. You want to pay that? You want to see <laughs> who really got the problem here, but you know, it's just, it's just uh, adjusting to their own, their own level that they still have their own issues and things like that. So I think that's what it is. I just want my kids to have something, a legacy and that legacy, mm-hmm. nothing else that my dad was kind, my dad, cared and my dad cares for me and that's that's deep when you think about a parent that can just stop what they're doing and say I'm going to stop my world to come see about your world and that, and that's great.
0: Mm, thank you. yeah DJ, thank you for your time and your energy and certainly showing us all how to be better parents. We appreciate yeah. it. So we're going to have another episode with DJ in just a little bit so you all uh, stay tuned. We appreciate it. We'll be back. I hope that you've enjoyed having a few minutes to help you recenter, refocus, and reflect on family and faith. As you think of questions or ideas that you'd like for me to explore on the podcast, check out Instagram and the Facebook group to reach me. I hope that you'll take five with us again.